Welcome back to No Days Off Podcast. I know it's been a while. I am the one and only DJ365 of Zach 105.3 FM. See, I'll make sure y'all tune in to Zach. You say it, we play it. Uh, make sure y'all catch the Party Bosses radio Friday nights. You got your boy DJ Dawes alongside DJ365, and we're in the building Friday nights, turning it up for you guys. So make sure you keep your dials locked from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's what we got going. Today, I have a very special guest joining me on a podcast. A real good friend of mine, pretty much family. She's the mother to my niece, Alasia. Hi, Alasia. Shout out from Uncle Corey. Um, for y'all who don't know, that's my government name, but don't call me that. <laughs> but uh, we got Jess in the building. She's going to be on the podcast all the way from Germany. And we're going to talk about some hard-hitting, uh, controversial issues that are going on, if you will. Just like always with the podcast, everything I do is unscripted. It all comes off the dome. None of this is pre-rehearsed. Okay, so with that being said, I'm going to start this off a little bit different. Usually we start off on one topic and then we work ourselves into some music. I'm starting with some music right here, right now to get y'all going. So without further ado, hey. That was one of one. Money Man featuring the baby, two of the hottest artists out right now. If you ever listen to Money Man, if you ever heard the baby, you are truly doing yourself an injustice. Money Man, you know, me and this guy go back. Shout out Tyson. You know, you know, I got to call you real name, dog. We go out, you know, we go back 20 years. And I remember this dude rapping in the middle school, you know, in the lunchroom at the lunch table. And teachers would always tell this guy, oh, you ain't going to grow up and do nothing to be a criminal and do this and do that. And now he make more money, own more houses, own more cars than what they ever would even seen in a lifestyle. More to the story, never tell somebody what they are not going to be and what they are going to be. Because guess what? You never know what somebody's destined to be in life. So shout out to Money Man, you know, a.k.a. my big dog. Uh, like I said, most notable, he bought himself out of a $100,000 contract with cash money and baby. Uh, he realized being independent was the best thing for his pocket. So hats off to you. That was a big that took a that took a big move. In addition to that, he also dropped three mixtapes in one day. That's huge. As far as the baby go, you know, the baby is one of uh the newest artists that's out, and he has a lot of hype behind him. The first song I heard from him was Walker, Texas Ranger. I wasn't a huge fan of it. But then when I heard that, I'm going baby on baby. When I heard that, I, I was sold. I was like, he got me there. But before I bring Jess on, and before we get to the next segment, and we start talking about uh, the Little Mermaid controversy, because that's what we're going to talk about first tonight, I want to say thank you, a huge thanks to my new sponsors and uh, the sponsor of the No Days Out podcast, Rubert Apparel. Um if you don't know about Rubert Apparel, you may have seen me in some of their gear. Rubert Apparel is a, how do I say it? An ethnic fitness line, right? So it's never forget your heritage, right? So basically, this is fitness wear, all based on African prints, African designs, African culture, right? And it's designed to show homage uh, to the motherland or anybody who wants to be in tune with their history and show it off in the gym at the same time. All right. 
as far as the owner of Rubera Apparel, she will be making an appearance very soon on a No Days podcast to tell you guys more about Rubera Apparel, um, where the idea came from, uh, the significance behind Rubera Apparel, and ultimately what you get out of buying Rubera Apparel. So that's going to be legit. So y'all keep y'all uh, y'all keep y'all dials locked in to me on the No Days podcast. I know it's been a while. I know I promised you guys podcast at least twice a month, but things have been extremely busy for me. So with that being said, once again, thanks to Rubair Apparel for sponsoring the No Days Off podcast. You will be hearing Rubair Apparel mentioned uh, quite a bit, um, which leads me to this. Pull out your phones, go to Instagram, click the search button and type in at Rubair Apparel LLC. That's going to be at Rubair Apparel, LLC. For those of you who need me to spell it, it's going to be R-O-O-B-E-A-R-A-P-P-A-R-E-L-L-L-L-C. So do me a favor, search it, follow the page, and share with your friends. And then check the website out. The link is in the bio. If you need the password, DM the account after you follow the account and you will get access to the website. So uh, before we go into the whole Little Mermaid controversy, I'm going to drop a couple more tunes. Only two. You only get two songs this time. Then I'm going to bring it back in. And then me and Jess, we're going to start talking about some of these hard-hitting, uh, controversial issues and things that's been taking place. Like this past week, has been insane. So we're going to cover those things real quick. So on that note, here you go. Hello? What's up? We got Jess, y'all. We got Jess on the line, man. What's up? What's up? What's up? She call it in, but real quick, that last song y'all heard was Megatron by Nicki Minaj. It is coming soon. Jess ain't a real fan of Nicki. She don't. She she's not a huge fan of Nicki at nah. all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm I'm not. And so, I try. I I really do try to give her a chance. You know, I really do. I just I just can't. I can't get with. I just don't vibe with, with her at all. Like not even personally you know what I'm saying because you know it's a lot of artists that I buy with personally but I'm just like I don't really dig their music like that you know what I'm saying right but I just okay so who are some of y'all so real quick y'all we don't get to the Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid controversy but since I already started on the music portion of this I want I want to get down to it so who are some of your favorite artists favorite female artists female oh yeah. man uh MC Light Queen Latifah um Let's see. Um, as far as hip hop uh, goes, so right now. So what? what or you, right how now? You, how you feel about Megan Thee Stallion? I like Meg, but I haven't, like I said, I haven't indulged into a lot of her music. Like I don't really listen to anything outside of my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I I'm feeling. You know, I'm still with Misty and Rod Digger and just the type okay, of stuff so that, like, that I like listen that, with. You like that raw, that old, that old school like rap. Like not not this not this hip hop slash pop stuff that these people got going on in the mumble rap. You like legit like lyricists. I, I, I dig that. Right. Yes, lyricists. You have to be saying something because I'm a mental person. 
I, that's how right. I connect even with people, you know, on a regular basis. I have to be able to connect with you mentally or I, I ain't got nothing for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I feel that. That's what's up. So the reason I brought up Megan Thee Stallion. So Megan Thee Stallion got this whole hot girl summer movement. Have, have you heard of this whole hot girl movement? Yes, I have. I have. So talk to me. So, because so, I, because I, I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know a lot about this. Now I got a hot girl on the line, I guess. So, t- talk to you about this whole hot girl stuff. What, what's the hot girl stuff? Oh Lord. So I guess you know, pretty much the hot girl movement is all about you know the ladies, you know, getting it, you know, getting lit for the summer, you know, enjoying themselves, partying, you know, getting rid of all the fuck boys, you know. It's, a, it's supposed to be, I guess, a movement or whatever. So, basically, if I'm understanding this right, the movement is Megan Thee Stallion, who is, like, iconic in her own way, and she literally has not been in the game long. As a matter of fact, she uh, just recently graduated college. Mm-hmm. Most people uh, most people don't know that. She recently just graduated college, and um, in her spare time, you know, she's been doing hip-hop, you know, rap. And uh, when I first seen the whole hot girl movement, hot girl summer movement, I was like, oh my lord. I was like, what the world is this? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. And basically, um, I was like, okay, you know, this this not too bad. And then she was on there talking about basically, like you said, turning up. They want to drive the she had a song to my I want to drive the boat or something like that. And everybody on social media was using that phrase, I want to drive the boat. I didn't know what it means. So I had to, I had to go on Google and then of course she popped up this one of her lyrics. And you know now there are guys out here calling themselves hot boys. Uh-huh. But apparently, Megan wasn't the first person that started this whole hot girl movement. It was the city girl. Mm-hmm. And basically, what it is is it's about getting with dudes, <laughs> scamming the dudes, running up checks, uh, making their own money, doing what they want to do, partying, and then drinking. You know, getting wild. But earlier, I came across something. Uh, I came across something interesting. So with all that being said, hot girl summer and you know all that stuff, right? Basically, yeah. Megan went on um, on Twitter and she said, "I need all the hot girls to get y'all's head in the game. The summer isn't over yet." So one person replied back to her. She she used to explain the B word. She says, "I want to cuddle and get forehead kisses. I'm tired <laughs> of drinking henny out the bottle and shaking my ass." <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like a lot of these women are falling off this hot girl train, man. And you know, every time a woman gets pregnant, they go on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook and up another hot girl down. <laughs> wow. So my question is, are you partaking in the hot girl summer? Or you'll keep it cool. You I don't even know why you asked me that question. <laughs> I mean, for y'all that don't know, like me and Jessica way back, like I said, this family to me, man. Like I said, like I said in my intro, she is the mother to my niece, Alasia. I already gave Alasia a shout out. Hey, boo. She round that. She, Alasia was on here earlier, y'all. Towards the end, we'll bring Alasia back on later and talk to y'all real quick. But basically, uh, you know, Jessica, she ain't really, you know, actively looking for no fuck, boy. So if you're a dude with your head on straight and you're about your business, you know what I mean? You might be able to add on Instagram. She might drop y'all her Instagram, but we'll see how she feel about that. You know what I mean? So if y'all want to holler at Jessica, you know, let me know. Or, you know, like I said, man, like, the, hell, drop me a DM on my Instagram. I am underscore 
DJ365, and I'm going to screen you first. And after <laughs> I screen you, and then only after I screen you, you get to talk to my sister. We not, we, we, we not, we not living like that. Right. We, we not living like that. Right. So before we um, carry on, uh, so we got the hot girl summer out of the way. We're going to talk about the Little Mermaid um, <laughs> segment. <laughs> I mean, this is this is beyond me. I'm just gonna go ahead and let you just take it. I mean, like, I mean, talk to me. So, what 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 started all of this? Um, I think um, what started all of it was when Disney made the announcement that. Um, you know, look, Haley Bailey from Chloe and Haley was going to be um, playing Ariel in the live action film of The Little Mermaid. Wait, so her name is Haley Bailey, not Halle Berry. Is right, it's, her. right. Because I was like, damn, Halle Berry gonna be The Little Mermaid? <laughs> no, it's it's I feel, it's Brie gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's Haley Bailey. I've been, and you know, the funny thing about it is I've been following her and her sister's career since they were little kids, you know. Right. Um, Haley was actually the little girl in that played Beyonce in um, Fighting Temptations at the very, very beginning of the movie. Um, okay. It was a clip with the little boy and the little girl. She asked, um, the little boy asked her to marry her. And she was like, no, I'm marrying Michael Jackson. That was Haley Bailey when she was like a little girl. So. Oh, wow. And also, her sister Chloe was in the Tyler Perry movie. Um, which one? The one with Angela Bassett and Lance Goss when he was the basketball player. Okay. Um, I, I know what you're talking about, but I, I can't. Names I can't, aren't coming to me right, right. now. Uh, meet the Browns. Meet the Browns. I okay. think it's Meet the Browns. When when Mr. Brown's father died, um, and she was the you know sister, the outside child. Right. Um, but um, Chloe was actually in that movie and they were in Disney movies together so um, they did a lot of they had their um, you know YouTube channel where they would do covers so I've been following them for years way before um, Beyonce signed them and they're very oh, wow. they're talented very, yeah, I've heard them sing I've heard them they sing can before. sing oh my gosh raw talent you know so, and what type of music? And what type of music do they, do they typically do? Because I, I I've only heard them sing like a national anthem. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know I'm a huge WWE fan. Uh, they brought them out for the, uh, for last WrestleMania to sing the national anthem, and they nailed it. Yes. That's my first time really hearing them sing. They they so I wouldn't they necessarily say they're like a R and B type of. No, their music is very, very different. They have different sounds. It's more acoustic and, you know, they are, they have beautiful voices, you know? Um, right. And, you know, they're signed to um, Beyonce's label, Parkwood Entertainment. So, um, like I said, they're, they're great girls. So, I believe that's how, you know, all the, the craziness started is once Disney announced it. Everybody was like, hold up, wait a minute. And, um, Twitter went crazy, like crazy. I had to reactivate my Twitter just to see what was going wow. on. I was so, like, let me see what's going on. Yeah. Wow. So what so what were some of the things you were like seeing on Twitter? Oh my God. Oh Ariel shouldn't be Ariel's always been white. She's Danish and this, that, and the other. And and I'm sitting there like, okay, so um Y'all talking about book, but I 
any of them actually read the book. Right. So what's the? I guess so. I guess because I'm, you know, I don't, you know, I only know about the cartoon and stuff like that, you know. And then as a, as a dad and growing up watching uh, Little Mermaid and stuff like that, I can only, I can only speak to the cartoons and stuff. I know they got like a Jamaican crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they got, they got all different types of characters. Right. Uh, I guess on the show. So just give us a quick, I guess like a real, real quick, if you could summarize that book in like let's say thirty seconds. So, well, I don't know if I can do it in thirty seconds, but I'm let's let's, let's go a minute. Let's give you sixty seconds <laughs> like, to summarize the book. Like I'm trying. So pretty much the book, you know, was about a mermaid who, you know, sold her tongue, had her tongue ripped out, so she could, you know, go on land, meet this guy and get him to fall in love with her. However, what they what they did show in the cartoon was that the whole time she was with the guy, you know, even having feet, her feet was bleeding the whole time. And what ended up happening was the guy um, ended up married another girl. She went to his bedroom because she was going to murder him. But at oh, the wow. end, at the end, she couldn't do it. So, and she ended up dying. The mermaid ended up dying. So, you have to read the book. And that's why I'm just like, y'all, based on the cartoon, the, the cartoon has a- absolutely nothing to do with the book. The the book will make right. a the book will make a great horror movie. <laughs> but it has oh, wow. nothing it, it has nothing to do with the dang old cartoon. Yes, the author was Danish, but the character wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. That's that's kind of grim. Now I'm looking at like, whoa, like what the world is going on? Man. That's insane. So what I came across today, you know, so first off, you know, I, I'm on Facebook here and there and I get invited to some group. <laughs> and oh my God, the name of the group was something insane. Like name of the group was Christians Against the Little Mermaid Boycott Haley Bailey. And it is a bunch of people in the group. Well, apparently this group was started by, I guess, a group of uh, angry, you know, white people mm-hmm. who are not for the cause and they don't think that Haley Bailey should be the new Ariel. And the amount of hate in this group is insane. But of course, there's always a twist. Somehow, there are a bunch of black people who infiltrated the group. <laughs> 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 and they have been trolling. Oh. Okay? Uh somebody by the name of Trinity Gonzalez uh, said, please inform me how this is a Christian group but y'all busy being racist. Okay? Uh, Somebody else uh, said that because one girl, basically, she posted a picture of her posed up like a mermaid and she was nude. Like, I mean, you couldn't really see like her breast or anything like that, but you kind of see part of her butt, kind of. And he was like, I think y'all got I think y'all Christians got y'all networks mixed up. This is the uh, Christians against the Little Mermaid, not Christian Mingle. So you need to take the news and put them in Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think God would be pleased either way with people putting news in a Christian form. Uh, this dude named Reggie Greenlee, the second, he took time to announce black people finna take over the group. The one of the, he said, the one of no ethnic color or descent created. They running and deleting posts. He said, "Y'all ain't." He said, "Y'all ain't shit ever in history without us." Y'all know what the f is going on. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Hashtag takeover. 
<laughs> that that was crazy. Um, uh, Tamara Governor posted mermaids and chimps. I get it. Re- I respect both. White on black, black on white, black on black. It's all gravy. Everyone gets a banana because loves and stuff. And she posted a picture of Aladdin with a little black kid around his neck. I guess he's supposed to be the monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, initially, I was triggered by that. And then I thought about it and I was like, man, I was like, you know what? That's just people being ignorant. That's people doing what they do because they don't know any better. All they know is to spew and, you know, and be hateful. Right. Uh, Bobby Joe Jackson, he posted a meme. And Bobby Joe Jackson uh, is mixed. He's half black, half white. He said, the only problem with the Black Little Mermaid is that Ariel knew her father. <laughs> <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's something that's something that's a bit questionable. You know, I, I could get triggered by that. But at the same time, uh, you know, you know, there, there is, I guess there's some truth to that, but there's a lot of false to that. There are plenty of Black men and women who know who their fathers are. Like, come on, man. Like, I, But it was a reach, but yeah. it was crazy. And then... Um, what got me what was this dude he's a black dude his name is Shway Benjamin he said Little Mermaid is gonna be black that's dumb no black woman ever in history likes getting her weave wet especially <laughs> not for no movie <laughs> <laughs> wow he, he, he didn't even have to do he didn't even have to do it like that <laughs> so so my thing is people are literally trolling but a lot of these a lot of these posts have been black people and then the last post I'll give you is Sadie Rock a black male, he said, white people have the right to be bad. Ariel was the Ariel was white at first. Leave their character alone, please. And then somebody in the comments said, shut up, coon. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I'm here. I'm just go like I'm just, I'm just gonna tell you like this. I'm here for it. Uh there was a meme with uh Terrence Howard and Taraji P. Henson. And Terrence Howard's holding the trident in one hand and the bottle of Hennessy in the other one. <laughs> And the title of the poster is Aquaman. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> but you know, and the funny thing about it is, like when I saw it, I it's like you know I can hear him saying Aquaman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so close, man. You know what I'm how saying? How you say? How you say? I keep thinking about uh, it, hustle and flow. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, flow. Yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> so for the people not familiar with Hustle and Flow, Jess gonna go ahead and he's gonna go ahead and crank it for y'all. Go ahead, him, Jess. <laughs> I'm dying. You got me dying right now. <laughs> oh man, that boy said Aquaman. Aquaman, Aquaman. You know what I'm saying, man? You know, you know, skin of mine. You know what I'm saying? You know, we just out here trying to do this music thing, man. But, but you know what? The funny thing about it, people from Memphis actually talk like that. They say yeah, Maine. They crazy. say Maine after everything. And so, um, when I saw the movie, I was just like, "Ooh, this bring back memories of then." Because I, you know, I grew up around Memphis, so right. Um, and tell the people where you're from. You know, you you from the south, but you're not from Memphis. Where you from? Yes, I'm from a really, really, really extremely small town called Helena, Arkansas. Helena, West Helena, Arkansas, small town, USA. South Arkansas. Yeah, but I also grew up in St. Louis too. You know, I would spend the summers there with my with my dad's side of the family. You know. Okay, so so you could be the black area because you know your dad. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, sometimes. 
fun. <laughs> I wish I did, but you know, I mean, I'm it's, a, it's a blessing. Yeah, I'm fortunate enough to know who he is. He a cool dude. You know, I, I've never had any issues with my biological father. Um, it's his illegitimate children that I have problems, but that's another story for another day. Okay, you know what? And we're going to come back and we're going to talk about uh, the illegitimate bastard children and having like step siblings and stuff like that. Because that's something I kind of want to, I kind of want to talk about. Um, and aside from the Aquaman uh, poster, the most funniest one is Samuel L. Jackson. I saw that a one. Mermaid. I saw that one. I was like, <laughs> it says the Little Mermaid. It says Quentin Tarantino presents the Little Mermaid, featuring Samuel L. Jackson as Ariel, and Samuel L. Jackson is being quoted as saying, "What? You never seen a black merman, motherfucker?" <laughs> Hey, that could be the one based off the book. <laughs> Just bust up in the castle, you know, trying to murder motherfuckers, you know. <laughs> Man, when I saw that, I lost my shit. I, I I laughed, but you know, you know, even you know, even despite all of the. Um, all of the, the funny stuff that people tried to bring to this. You know, I just want to highlight the negativity behind this and yeah. how that it's a shame that um, people's true colors can come out over ultimately something as small as this. And it goes to show that instead of us being unified like we're supposed to be and us standing together as one human race of people, because at the end of the day, I love everybody. I mean, you know, I got friends every race, every mm-hmm. color. Uh, I've never, I've never been the one to discriminate against somebody based on their color, race, creed, religion, any of that. Like I've always been completely open, and I've always hoped that other people would be completely open. But it is saddening to me how many Facebook friends I've had, I've had to get rid of um, after this. You know, there have been some stuff with you know Donald Trump being posted, and people, you know, were, were saying questionable things and. And, you know, even back when the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, that was covered in one of my other podcasts. But, you know, this to me is just sickening how people really go out their way to be hateful. Bruh, you cut us open. We all bleed the same color. That's true. But, but, you know, with me, um, because I've kind of dealt with the same thing, you know, uh, with the Black Lives Matter and the Colin Colin Kaepernick, you know, movement and everything like that. So, for me, is I just I guess I guess I just kind of look at it in a different way. Cause now, before you know, I didn't know how to deal with you, but now since I know who you are, oh, I know how you know I, I know how to maneuver around you. I know where to put you, you know, so to say, right. because you're out in the open and you're comfortable being out in the open, um, saying and feeling the way you feel. So that actually gives me the upper hand on you know. Like I said, how to how to deal with you, or right. whatever. So, um, um, it's but it's still sad, you know, because you got to think this little girl. She's about what nineteen, twenty. She's right. just you know starting her life and her career. She's already successful, but I can only imagine if that was my daughter. Like, could like, right. oh man. But you know, uh, I'm I'm sending her all positive vibes and. I just hope that and you can tell by the way she she carries herself, her and her sister, they have some amazing parents. So I'm sure, you know, their family is giving them all the giving her, you know, all the support and the love, you know, to kind of keep her head afloat. But I, I know at some point I know it's bothering her. And that's the, that's the thing that bothers me 
Because what you're not going to do is you're not going to tear up my little sis. You know what I'm saying? Because right. she can grow up and be so much more. You know, she's in a, she's a front runner. You know, she's always been that, you know. So even, you know, before her and her sister became big, you know, they were mad talented from, from the time they were little. So um, what... I want for her is I want her to, you know, find the strength in her to keep pushing. You know, I don't want her to fall out of this, you know. And what right. another thing that was pissing me off was they were saying, oh, we want, we want Zendaya. We don't want her. And I was just like, okay, Zendaya's half black as well. They was like, well. Right. What's the difference? What's, what's the difference? They're both, they're both black girls at some point, but I guess it was easier for them to accept Zendaya because she is half white or whatever. Right. And I caught bullshit on that too. But the thing is, now that I think about it, I remember when she was chosen to be Mary Jane, like in the new Spider-Man in the new Spider-Man movie. Um because right. Jordan, you know, Jordan's a huge um Spider-Man fan. So and when shout, shout out to real quick, shout out to Jordan. <laughs> uh what I'm, what I'm gonna have you do real quick before you continue, plug his Instagram because y'all gotta check my nephew out. <laughs> this guy has his own Instagram where he does YouTube videos. And like I told y'all, man, this is unscripted. Nothing is nothing is scripted. It's no days off for 365. And Jess, we just call Jess Beautiful Creative. That's gonna be her. That's gonna be her her podcast name from here on out. Beautiful Creative. That's who she is. But go ahead and drop a plug for uh, Jordan's um, Instagram real quick. Okay. So they can uh, so they can follow him. Okay. So my son Jordan, his Instagram is Mr. Kiddo um, on Instagram as well as on YouTube. Um, yes. Yeah, so- Y'all make sure y'all check him out on YouTube. When I say this kid is funny, this kid is hilarious. Like, oh my God. I, mean, I, I remember I remember uh, meeting Jordan, man, when he was like a little, little kid. Now he's... Seven, damn, what, he's about 17, to be 17 yeah. on the 15th. He'll be 17. Yeah, that's 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 insane. That is that is insane. So he is like 17. I think when I first met Jordan, Jordan had to be about what? Like 10, what? Nine or 10 years mm-hmm. old? Yeah. He'd be like nine or 10 years old. Exactly. Been for a long time, man. So I was just like, man, it's nuts. But I'm sorry, but go ahead. I, um, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, you could. But Jordan's oh, a huge. That's my baby. Yeah, he's a huge. He's a huge Spider-Man fan. So um, when she was cast as Zendaya, I, when Zendaya was cast as Mary Jane, I don't remember anybody having any bad words towards her. You know, but you know, then I started thinking about when Michael B. Jordan played. Um, the flame in uh, Fantastic Four, how people were saying, oh, he should be white, why you mean? And it was just like, you know, it's heartbreaking at the same time. And then, you know, that was they that movie did not make a lot of money simply because people were, were that mad that Michael B. Jordan played, you know, the flame or whatever. Right. In which, and, in my opinion, he did a phenomenal job. What I, I will say, what I will say since we're on the topic is that Michael B. Jordan does not need to be the next Superman. Now, this is something that we could debate uh, on another podcast, but I'll just say it right here, right now. And for any, any of the rest of y'all out there listening, you can feel free to call into the podcast too. I'm open to let anybody come on the podcast so we can talk about whatever. But in my opinion, Michael B. Jordan should not be the next Superman. But like I said, that's, that's something we can debate and talk about on another podcast. It's just so much that goes into it and um, you know The Rock is actually going to be playing Black Adam 
you know, who is also from Metropolis, you know, not Metropolis, but from the same, he's from Krypton, the same mm-hmm. um, planet uh, Superman is from. He's actually like the rival to him. Um, but both who say, oh, but y'all don't have a problem with The Rock playing Black Adam. I wouldn't mind Michael B. Jordan playing Black, Black Adam. It's just not Superman. I don't even, I wouldn't want The Rock playing Superman. Hell, if they want to do Superman, they need to call it Roman Reigns, you know, the king of the Superman punch. Let him come be the Superman, mm. but he makes a better Aquaman with all the, you know, tribal stuff he got going on. He does. But, He's so handsome. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, shout out to Roman Reigns, man. You hit Jess. Hey, just, just trying to put that big, beautiful grady want to holler at you, dog. No, hey. you know, he's married to my girl, though. You know, yeah. I love Lisa Bonet, I love her. Yeah, and, which, <laughs> and which, when I first seen that, I was like, What? But you know, that's that's what's up, man. But that's that, hey, that's that's how it is. But I, I always like to see two beautiful people get together, man. That's some beautiful kids, too. So, right, I know, I just want to be adopted. <laughs> <laughs> Just I'm trying to be adopted too. I want to be on the payroll, man. True. Come, let me come live on the farm for a little bit. I'll miss the goat. <laughs> you a trip. So get back. So get back at it. So y'all, y'all heard it first. Uh, I mean, like I said, you know, feel free. Like I said, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, like I said, at I am underscore DJ three sixty five. And also make sure y'all like, subscribe, and share the podcast. This podcast is not only on this Anchor app. However, the Anchor app is the only app that you guys will be able to hear the music on. Some songs require you to tap the screen for the full song. So make sure you do that so you get the full feel of the podcast. I do run this like I run my radio show at Zach FM Radio. And on top of that, um, damn, I lost my whole train of thought. Oh, on top of that, uh, just make sure uh, if you listen to it on Apple, iTunes, that you like and uh, follow or if you listen to it on um, Spotify that you like uh, like I said like and follow it and then just share it with your friends you know it's, it's content it's, it, this is not uh, this is not PG-13 though so I mean I would say 18 and up this is uh, not specifically made for children however there is some good information some good content being shared from time to time and me and Beautiful Creative will be back after this next break I am about to drop some back stallion on y'all. Hey. And here it goes right now. Let's go. That was Talk Remix by Khaled, Megan the Stallion. Yo, Gotti. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. It's on Spotify. The video's on Vivo. Pretty dope video. And you can also catch it on Apple Music. Um, I shout out all these people because they allowed me to do this podcast along uh, with the Anchor app. Like, it, uh, my stuff automatically streams to them. And it's pretty cool. So we got Beautiful Created. We back. Hey. You know, we covered... Uh, well, first off, you know, I was, you know, I was letting everybody. I was Megan the Stallion. You know, I, I dropped two of her songs, and then I dropped uh, this uh, talk remix. And Megan the Stallion isn't for everybody. You know, one of the songs I played was Hot Girl, and that's like some old school, like 1999, like Juvenile, Lil Wayne, uh, Turk, BG, like Hot Boy Flow. It's, it's, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and that's and that's what that song is on. So I think that might be one that you might like. Megan the Stallion, you know, she has a song where <laughs> she has a song where she referenced the Q-Dogs. It's called Shake That. Mm-hmm. And 
And when you get to about, I think it's like the minute, 22nd mark, she said, I want a dude that's going to eat it like a cute. Man, I felt that in my soul, man. Shout out to the <laughs> bros, man. Shout out to all the teams. <laughs> fraternity Incorporated. All of my fraternity brothers. I, 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 all of the bros. Shout out to the bros, man. You know, Megan, you know, Megan shot us out. You know she's the real deal. She like the nasty dog. Hey, you gotta love, you gotta give love to the bros, though. You know what I'm saying? You you got to. Anytime I was on the yard, it mad love to the bros. You That's know what I'm saying? We, we appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> we, we, we appreciate y'all. Hey, shout out to my mega sweetheart. She deployed right now. She out there handling business in an undisclosed location. That's which right. I, which I will not be putting out there. That's but she right. take she taking care of business. And uh so we talked about uh, the hot girl summer. We talked about the Little Mermaid controversy. Now it's for part two. Uh, usually I break this up in like part three, but I think I'm going to do this in two parts. And then I'll drop uh, some more music. And then, uh, like I said, we'll we'll close it out in the actual third segment. We'll get on there. We'll close it out. We'll drop a few, um, we'll drop a few uh, Instagram handles and social media handles and stuff to keep people engaged. Next up, uh, now, people... You know what? Wait a minute. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna talk about this last because I know both of us are gonna go in on this, on this, on this next topic. <laughs> but I want to talk about Lil Nas X. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Actually, so, I do. <laughs> so it's only now it's only appropriate now it's only appropriate that after we finish this segment, I drop Old Town Road just for the. You got to. You I, gonna I have got to. to. Right. <laughs> you got to. So Lil Nas X is a little cowboy. Or, or black cowboy, whatever you mm. think he is. He, yeah. uh, him and uh, Mighty Cyrus' dad. What's his name? Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay, Billy Ray Cyrus. They got a song called Old Town Road. That song is catchy. I did not like the song at first, but it is super catchy. What are your thoughts on Old Town Road? Like the lyrics, the song, everything. I love Old Town Road, man. Like, I grew up in the South. They, they, we used to go to the Black Rodeo every year. Okay. So I remember Black, I mean, Rodeo, Black Rodeo used to be lit. Lit all day. You know, Bolger City. Shout out to Ratchet City. They used to be down at the Century League, shutting down the streets and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Um, man, that's it's in my blood. Like cowboy hats, and I grew up around horses too. So, I mean. I love country music. My grandmother used to listen to a lot of country music when I was growing up. So, actually, "Ecky Break Your Heart," Billy Ray Cyrus was one of the one Billy of the Ray. first. It was one, one of the, the first songs. Yeah, one of the first songs I learned as a kid. You know, so right. I mean, I'm I'm a big country music fan, which is weird. A lot of people look at me sideways when I yep. say that. But if you actually listen to some of the lyrics and some of the stories behind them, you it's like, real. oh, Lord. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I, I get that same sentiment. So obviously in the clubs, in the clubs that I do now, even on radio, uh, most times I'm spending R&B and hip hop. But uh, known fact about, or an unknown fact about me that most people don't know, I actually got my start out here in England DJing on a much larger scale. Because a promoter came into the Galaxy Club on base, and I had um, the entire club lit just off uh, country music. I'm talking boot scooting boogie. I'm talking 
Watermelon that's, Crawl. That's the joint though. That I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking like I'm talking like I had it lit. And when I tell you everybody in the club like was lit, like you would have thought I was in there spinning like R and B and hip hop. I had the club, like it was it was, it was packed out. And the country nights were never like that. You know, most people uh was coming up to me like, hey, like when we seen country night, we didn't know it was gonna be a black guy in here DJing. This is insane. Mm-hmm. You know, I love country music, man. Kenny Chesney, Dirk Bentley. Uh, most people don't care too much for Florida Georgia Line, but I'm 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 for the new stuff. You know, I like I like Florida Georgia Line. You know, they're they're they're, they're good, man. So there's so many more artists. You know, Sam Hunt. You know, mm-hmm. just, there's a lot of there's a lot of country artists that I, I I can relate to just based off the music. And as far as Lil Nas X, he received a lot of backlash for Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people was roasting him and stuff like that. Which I found to be interesting because uh, somebody had a meme, and it was like um, it, it had a meme of him trying to get to the Billboard Music Awards, uh, the country, <laughs> country Music Awards, yeah. and it was like you already got three strikes. It was like you black. It was it was like you black. You trying to do country music, and then it was like you gay. <laughs> That's is that what it said? Yeah, I think I and, saw that one. And funny enough. During Pride Month, you know, so, you know, shout out to everybody celebrating Pride Month uh, last month. You know, y'all walk, y'all walk, man. Talk, y'all talk, do what y'all do, man. As y'all like, live it up. Don't let nobody ever tell you who you are and who you are not supposed to be. Like I said earlier in the segment, you know, nobody can determine your life and who you are and what you're destined to be. So live your life. If you happy, live happy. Choose That's happy. Fine. Be happy. Um, So... Lil Nas X came out as being homosexual. Do you think that was a publicity stunt or him capitalizing um, on the momentum he had just to come out and see what was going to happen? You know, I hadn't figured that out yet because, you know, it's interesting that you asked me that because that's the first thing that came to my mind. Just I'm just keeping 100 because that's just who I am. I was right. like, but at the same time, I mean... There was something about him that just was like I I always I thought he was bisexual just from just watching him, you know, watching some of his interviews and you know, watching him. Just, watching him or, just or, or, or watching him. I'm riding on a horse. It wasn't it wasn't that. It like I didn't get that from from that song or what even his other song, Rodeo, I guess I just didn't pay a, enough attention to the lyrics specifically like right. I normally do but just from watching him I just I got the little maybe bisexual vibe for him I didn't know he was okay. gay gay you know but and most, I mean now go ahead I mean but um I don't I don't know if he was maybe he just took advantage of the fact that he was so popular to be like okay look uh I'm gay but then again I can't take him seriously sometimes because he go he a goofball so because he say stuff and do have some clapbacks man <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you remember what some of them was like can you give me one he gave somebody one Oh, he was cracking jokes on somebody. I I cannot because I did I didn't screenshot it or whatever. Okay, this was like probably a couple weeks ago or something like, or a co- actually a couple days ago because they were talking about because um, I guess he told everybody he would give them finished and Ferb DVDs if he went diamond or something like that. Right, and people were like hitting him up 
and they was like, like, what's up with my DVDs? And he wasn't responding or he'll say something funny. So I was just like, oh, he got a, you know, maybe he just got a sense of humor, whatever. Or, you know, but I mean, I'm for it. I mean, if he's walking in his truth and he lived in his truth, you know, I'm for it. I have nothing against it or whatever, you know. Right. And I, I feel that, you know, he, he actually, uh, you know, he's been receiving backlash since he came out uh, earlier last week. And he's literally taking the whole thing with a sense of humor. He does not care. As a matter of fact, when he was in Glastonbury uh, on a surprise appearance with Miley Cyrus, he actually pointed to the lyrics and the artwork on his new EP7 that was on the actual board. And he said he thought he had made it clear. So that's why I made the joke when he said, I'm riding on the horse. Like, literally, the, the song Old Town Road is literally him talking about, you know. <laughs> okay, I, I got you. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And he said that he doesn't have anything to hide from his fans. He said he revealed it. He said, yeah, because he said, I am gay. He said, it's something that I was considering never doing as far as like revealing to my fans and taking it to the grave. He said, I refuse to live my entire life, especially how I got around that by not doing what I want to do. He also went on to say that um, homosexuality is not really accepted in either country or the hip-hop communities, but he hoped that he was opening doors for people um, in his attempt to come out, which I think, in person, I think that was very admirable of him uh, to come out and to do, um, you know, into, into, like I said, into telling the truth to tell people about it. Because my personal opinion, when it comes to athletes, when it comes to entertainers, when it comes to actresses, actors, any of that. It is nobody's damn business what they do behind closed doors. That's their business. True. Personally, I don't care. People say, oh, well, football players, they're supposed to be role models. They're not supposed to be smoking weed off, outside the field. They're not supposed to be gay. Blah, blah, blah. Who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? If I yeah. get Reggie Bush the ball and I expect him to rush for 200 yards, he guess what? He better rush for 200 yards. I don't give a goddamn whether he's gay. I don't care whether he... I, I, I don't care what he's doing. His job is to go out and entertain. And guess what? Lil Nas X, his job is to go out and entertain. Right. You probably won't hear me singing anymore the Old Town Road. Lyrics, <laughs> well, we know you won't be talking about what he's talking about, you know. You know. <laughs> I'm definitely not talking about what he's talking about. Bro. Jesus. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. Real quick, before I transition, I get to this next topic. I want to say shout out Shout out to not only my frat brother, but my big brother, them comedian Shuler King, on his engagement this past week. For those y'all who don't know Shuler King, you probably do know him, just never realized who he is because he's all over Facebook. He was on Wild and Out. Uh, he's on the Rick and Sasha radio show out of Atlanta. And his favorite words is Anybody want to tell me why? Whenever you hear that, you know it's going to be something crazy coming up behind that. So shout out to Shuler on his engagement to his beautiful uh, soon-to-be bride. I'm so happy for them. And in that same breath, shout out to my dog, Kai Morgan, comedian Kai Morgan. Y'all can follow him on Instagram and Facebook as long as, uh, along with comedian Shuler King and uh, Stacey Carver. So, you know, comedian Stacey Carver, you know, Shuler King, Kai Morgan, those are my guys, man. Like, if you've not seen them, you need to catch them. They are phenomenal. So, these days, it seems like everybody is doing something to go viral or to try to do something for clout. 
Okay. Just recently, there was this guy dressed up like a girl in Walmart, and he was drinking Listerine and spitting back into the Listerine bottle. There was a young teenager going around different grocery stores, licking Bluebell ice cream and putting it back on the shelves and had her friends recording her. To me, one of the most craziest ones is the women that were going in the grocery stores and either pulling down their son's dress so their breasts were showing in the store, or they were pulling up their son's dress, twerking, like with their butts out um, <laughs> in grocery stores. <laughs> I am just going to say this, and, and, and I'm going to let you take it and run with it, but I am going to simply say this. If you do something for your 15 seconds of fame or your five minutes of fame, try to go viral and you get caught and you get some type of jail time or some type of disciplinary action for it, I do not feel bad for you. And I do not feel bad for you for the simple for the, for the, for the simple reason of licking ice cream, right? The thing is that they, they, they identified this woman, but she's going to mm-hmm. be charged she's going to be charged um, as a minor because she was looking up to 20, a 20 year sentence in prison yep. for food tampering. This all happened in Lufkin, Te- excuse me, in Lufkin. No, that's what it was in Lufkin. In Lufkin, Texas. And they do not mess around in Texas. Texas is no joke. You know what I mean? So they did not release her name to the public. However, Twitter has already released her name, home address, and everything. <laughs> Twitter has everything, man. They've already released everything. Um, to everybody, which is why while I'm on Twitter, you would never know my real life on Twitter because I post, you wouldn't know if I was single, you wouldn't know if I was dating somebody, you wouldn't know if I was married, you wouldn't know if I was engaged, you wouldn't know if I was a dad, you wouldn't know if I had a job, none of that. Because I tweet so much crazy stuff and I tweet like so much stuff that'll confuse you, you would never be able to pinpoint anything to me and that's all I like. So shout out to Twitter. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Twitter moves, Twitter moves quick. And then, um, it said that the police were still decided if they were going to charge her adult or her boyfriend uh, to see if he's going to face any charges for recording her because he is an adult. He is over the age of 18. So that, that whole situation was weird. So looking at this, right, people doing stuff, people basically doing, uh, being recording or recording themselves, um, basically doing stupidity or stupid acts for clout or for like fame. What's like what like what's your take on that in in all of these situations? Like how like how do you feel about this? I mean, you can start whichever one you want because you got three of them. I know, right? Um, first, I I start with the with the girl licking the ice cream. Um, like I told you before, we talked about this briefly earlier. She needed she needed ass beat. I think that is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Who raised you? Who raised you? Who your people? Right. You know, for you to go into a store, lick ice cream, and put it back, that is disgusting. Like I said, she needed her ass beat. Some serious or right. whatever. Because, and I'm sorry. Oh, she's a minor. We're not going to try. Fuck that. Y'all try to put, <laughs> y'all quick to, but just think about it. Like, all this craziness going on in the world. Um, just like the little girl, um, What's her name? Ke- Keona Brown. She killed the man who was ser- who was consistently raping her. She was fourteen oh, when yeah. that happened, and y'all threw the book at her. 
and I know I know it's it's a drastic um difference between murdering somebody and licking ice cream, but shit, it's still a felony. At the right. end of the day, it's still a felony. And I feel like she should be charged as the fullest extent because you don't know that girl could have had eight and I'm not gonna say AIDS. She could have had herpes, right, uh hepatitis B hepatitis C, anything, any type of like contagious disease. And she's talking about, oh, I had the flu. Whoever get this ice cream, you better be glad it wasn't me in that store because I would have beat your ass for your mama. Right. You yeah, don't I, you I, don't do that. That's I thought disgusting. I thought that was I thought that was insane. Like I I honestly I, I was like, oh my God. I was like this, like, did she really just do that? And then she laughed about it. And the thing is that she wanted to go burn, but I don't think that she expected for it to go this far and for her to go right. that viral because this thing blew up and it blew up quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. But see, that's the thing about get, trying to get your moment, you know? I mean, I feel like it's a right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. So you can't cap the, capitalize off this because don't nobody want to deal with you. Ain't nobody trying to give you no endorsement deal. Ain't nobody trying to put you on for doing some stupid shit like this. You just pretty much dug a ditch in you because guess, you know, dug a ditch for you to fall in. You know how they say the shit rolls down here? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what you've done because colleges are going to remember you for this. Jobs are going to remember for you, you for this. Like, there's no possible way for you to escape this. You might be able to get a job, but, you know, it's going to be, be very difficult because I know me, if it was me and I was a, a manager, you know, a district manager, a store manager or something, and I was doing hiring and she came up in my establishment, I'd be like, you might as well go. I don't even know why you came. Yeah, because, I, would, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be able to hire her. Not, right. not knowing that. Because, because what well, I mean, she, she, so, I'd be a good player on words. Let's say she get a, a job at the restaurant. <laughs> I ain't eating there. What's stopping her from dropping somebody food on the floor and then picking it up and then putting it back on the plate and then still bringing it out to them? It's horrible. It's like I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't fathom trusting her around anything. No children. I don't even want her working in the clothing store. Nothing. I mean, what, even... what, I mean, what, I mean, what's, what's the worst? What's the worst? What's the worst she could do? Put on a pair of panties and then put the shit back on the rack. <laughs> yes, that's nasty because you know everybody not clean. Everybody, yeah, you true. know, people have things, situations going on, especially with everybody being hot girl. <laughs> oh yeah, this hot girl. Yeah, all, all, these, all these hot girls. All there. these hot girl antics <laughs> going hot. on. You know, some of them they hot, but it ain't hot from the heat. They hot from burning or something. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's just it's, it's it's ludicrous. It's obscene. You know, right. and uh, it, she couldn't be related to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's crazy. So she I got was... a, so I got a question for you. So as far as so obviously we know that's food tampering. So right. Clearly, we don't even really need to die, dive in too much too much into the old Listerine dude. That's nasty. Uh, I think he need to be locked up and charged as well for just tampering with uh, you know cosmetics, cosmetics or things that are used for oral use. Right. But my question to you is the women that are out here showing their breast and. Um, uh, pulling up these sundresses, twerking with no panties on uh, at these Walmarts and in these grocery stores for clout and just doing it for the internet. My question for you is should they be tried and have to register as sex offenders for doing it? Um, I don't 
know about the sex offender thing. Now think about it. Now, th- now think about this. Now don't think about it subjectively. Think about it objectively in the sense of from from the um, from the sense of not even as a parent, but as somebody at the grocery store. You just happen to be there, not even just your kid, but other kids in the grocery store, and they happen to witness this. And and that's where I was. <laughs> that's where I was going. I don't. I don't know because. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so you don't know, so I'll put it to you like this. Let's say, let's say there's a man, and a man is in the grocery store. Because keep in mind, these chicks literally don't have any panties on. They're lifting, oh my god! They're lifting up their dresses and they're twerking, and then some of them, you know, had done even worse. So my thing is, you're still exposing your genitalia to a child. That's true. So the minute the man pulls his pants down, the whole world is going to be calling for him tap the register as a sex offender because somebody's seen his balls or somebody's seen his frame. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So in that same sense, and if you look at it side by side, I mean, most people say, oh, but it's not the same thing, but it is the same thing. It is. Because you have an adult who's exposing themselves in a public forum where there are children. In my opinion, I feel that they, on top of the punishment they get, they should have to register. And I'm not saying as an indefinite sex offender, but they should have to register as a sex offender for at least 24 months. Just so that that drives it home to them that that type of behavior is unacceptable, because people think that it's acceptable to do things like that, and I, I personally don't think that it is. So I guess that's why I was asking. So in that sense, so even if you don't necessarily agree with them having to register as a sex offender, what would be the appropriate punishment for somebody going to Walmart, lifting up a sundress, twerking, or or like a one post I seen today, one chick she she had her boobs out with a um posing next to a carton of milk. <laughs> And, yeah, and it was like, and it was like, oh, it was like only, it was like only you, only you little babies drink out of the milk carton. Real men drink off my breast. That's nasty. I thought that, was, I thought that was crazy. So what? So so how would you, how would you go about that? I, I, I have no, and I know this is gonna sound really weird. I, I, I really don't know. Do I think it's a? Do I think it's crazy? I think it's absolutely crazy. But it's like. <laughs> it's crazy but it's like I feel like the just the society we're in like with people just doing all this crazy stuff it's almost a, acceptable to a certain extent I'm not saying it's right but most people like people don't go in a rage over shit like this they'll rather go in a rage about a little girl playing area you see what I'm saying it's like right. the things that matter don't really matter you right know. and see and that's the and, and that's the thing that we were just talking about as far as people picking and choosing what's important and what's not important and you know and the things that people should be getting mad at versus the things that people actually get mad at because for me as a you know as a dad you know I'm like hey, there's no way if I got my if I got my son you know in the grocery store and I see that you know basically you know a woman is in there doing that you know what I mean? Initially, most people like, oh, as as a dad, but oh yeah, look, Junior, look, no, for me, I'm like, oh, excuse me, I got my son with me, like that's disrespectful. Why are you doing that? Like, what what are you? What's wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? Right. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I I just thought I just thought that was nuts, but I mean that's cool. You know, no harm. You know, no harm in file. I, I know something else. Go ahead. Well, I I do feel like something should happen, but it's but at the same time, it's like. What's going to stop them from doing it again? You know, like, and what if they don't get caught the next time they do it? You you see what I'm saying? It's kind of 
it's kind right. of weird. It's kind of a strength for me. It's kind of a strange situation because yes, you know, they could be charged. They can have to register as a sex offender or whatever. But at the same time, it's like they could still be doing it and not recording it. You know what I'm saying? It's just right. like it's some. It's a lot of sick people in the world. Just like you know, not too long ago, it was guys walking around peeping in. You know, the peep and tom thing and and jacking. Right. You know, standing outside women's windows and jacking off while they watching them undressed. You know what I'm saying? It's just and like that's, and that's crazy. Like it's you weird. Know what I mean, like that's that's like straight pervert stuff. And again, like I mean, like I said, you know, people have been. Like I said, basically put on, um, you know, what is it called the sex offender registry, just for even peeing in public. <laughs> that's wild. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's nuts. Like that's like that's like, that's like, that's really nuts. Um, but like I said, I mean, it, it, it's cool. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, people gotta, you know, people gotta, you know, do what they feel, you know, makes them whole. I'll just urge them not to do stupid stuff that they think will make them viral because in the future it will come back to haunt you. It always it, does. It, it, it really will. It always does. You know what I mean? It always does. So with that being said, you know, we talked about uh we talked about it, we covered a lot. And uh I I think ultimately like the food tamper and stuff like that, that stuff has to stop. You know, exposing yourself in public, you know, that stuff has to stop. And we actually got we actually got a couple more minutes left on this segment, I guess, to discuss something like controversial. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw it at you because I keep saying this and I, I, I want the take on it. So there was a meme that basically said there was some woman that posted it. It said if he ain't dark skinned he ain't no husband of mine, so he better not even think about jumping in my DM. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've said this on the previous podcast. I date whatever. I don't care. I don't have a preference of race, color, any of that. You know what I mean? I, I do I do have a preference, though. You know, my preference, I usually, I used to say, girl, she red. Where I'm from, we call her red. You know what I mean? <laughs> she red or she, she a little yellow. That I am more inclined, but at the same time, I've seen chocolate girls just as pretty, if not pretty, and I've, and I've dated them. Um, so what's your take on people making comments like that, like black people making like the colorism type uh comments? It, like how like like how do like how do you feel about that? Um, <laughs> um I I feel like, you know, just kinda like the whole situation with Chris Brown a couple of days, you know, you know, he said he only he wanna fuck the, the, the black chicks with the with the nice hair or whatever. So I right. I feel like um I don't have an issue with people that have preferences. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be, com- don't pin, um, don't use your preference to pin black girl, black women, no matter, you know, the skin tone against each other because I see that a lot. You know, you'll see. Yeah, and, and, and that colorism is bad. It's like, horrible. Example. But you know what's crazy? This this is what's crazy. A dark-skinned girl can get on the internet and talk all the trash she wants, right? Mm-hmm. A dark skinned dude. I, I'm Team Chocolate. I'm one of the dark skinned dudes. I go in there and slander light skinned dudes all day if I want to, right? Mm-hmm. For light skinned dudes, they go in there and slander dark skinned dudes. But the minute a guy says I like light skinned women, hell breaks loose. I've never understood that. I I don't get it either because like for me, I'm tall. You know I'm tall as shit. I'm five right. nine, and tall guys. They'll 
I have been told to my face several times. Like, oh, you're a pretty girl. You know, we vibe, but you're just too tall for me. You know, when you wear heels, I don't, I don't like the fact that, like, you're right in my face. Right. And for a long time, it bothered me because, you know, I like to strut. I'm 5'9". I'll put on my 5-inch heels quick. I don't care. So and you want to be 6'5". I'll be, be 6'4 on these hoes and not give <laughs> two fucks and don't give two shit because I'm like, this is me because I've always been, I've always been tall as shit and I like it. But, right. you know, when I went, when I was going to school and, you know, college, first couple of years in the military, it kind of made me a little insecure. Right. Because, like, guys, they wouldn't date me. They would not date me. I always had ended up dating, like, the shorter guy or the guys that were, like, right my height without heels on. So, or maybe nothing, nobody, I've never dated anybody any taller than six, one outside of my ex-husband. Which is Jordan's dad is like six five, so um, he's the tallest guy I've ever dated. Everybody else is six foot, and between I say probably five nine and six foot, because the tall guys they just don't like me. But I didn't take it to heart, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's something that I had to, you know, be like, okay, well I'm not your cup of tea, you know, it's cool, whatever, whatever, blase, blase. So you can have them, you can have them right. short. Them short fun side hoes, fun side hoes. So when your son doesn't make varsity, you know you good. You you keep that over there, right. you know. Yeah, keep that same, <laughs> keep keep that same energy, energy over there when your son don't make varsity in junior high school, like my baby did. So it's whatever, it's cool, you know. Cause and much like you know, and much and much like the colorism talk, and, and like as far as like people having certain preferences on women and certain preferences on men. My thing is have your preference. Go for what you want to go for. Just find somebody who compliments you, compliments your style, mm-hmm. and who loves you for who you right. are. Like love don't have like love don't have no boundaries or no you know or no specific looks. And I feel like as humans, you know, we try to put those boundaries in place. We try to put those expectations in place, and that's really not for us to determine. That's not for us to decide. But uh, you know, I, I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and- but real quick, so real quick before I drop this old town road. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, before we have to, before we come back to close it out, uh, you know, you know, we was talking about the whole Little Mermaid thing earlier, mm-hmm. and I came across a meme that said, you know, these people better shut the f up about Ariel before we let Jacquees loose <laughs> on Elvis' whole album. <laughs> <laughs> he can have it because you know, I don't, you know, I got some, uh, I got some of uh, Elvis records and stuff like, but you know, he stole. So he, wait a minute, hold on, wait, wait, wait. So you wasn't to let Jacquees. The self-proclaimed king of R and B. Uh, I don't know about that, but okay. <laughs> He's the self-proclaimed king of R and B. So whoever it was, so whoever it was that, that made that, that made that, that made that uh, mean, they said they better chill for we let Jacquees loose on, on the whole Elvis. Album. Get him going sing it. Get him going sing it. Because he's so he's. So you know the thing. So you know the thing with Jacquees. Uh-huh. Right? You know that motherfucker be mixing people shit, <laughs> and just, fucking some people songs up. I don't know. He did. He did some good to trip though. <laughs> Yeah, he, he did. did. I, I gotta give, I, him, I give that. him that. I gotta give him that. He did trip. I like Jacquees. I think he has a beautiful voice. I think he's mad talented. I think he got a little carried away, you know, with the whole trip situation. You know, he feeling himself a little bit. But okay. at the same time, shit, if you if you don't 
if you don't love you, then ain't nobody else gonna love you. But I do, I, I do feel like because he has to be consistent. Like you, you, you did that, yeah. But so what else you gonna do? Like you have. To, that's the only thing about it. You, if you gonna talk your shit, be make sure your shit is consistent. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I feel it. I feel that. <laughs> so that, so that being said, one last question: Is Jacquees the king of R&B? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. I like I said, I love him. I think he has a beautiful voice. I really do. But I that's why I said I think he's smelling himself a little bit. Don't take it back. But at the same time, if he wanna do, if he wanna let loose on Elvis, because Elvis stole all this shit from black people anyway. So might as well <laughs> take that Uh-oh. shit. Look, might as well take that we shit back too. Back, let him go <laughs> in on Elvis shit and we could call it even. <laughs> hey man, look, hey, that now that's now that deserves a hey. Right you know, so you know, so real quick, man. You know, coming up next song, Old Town Road. You know, after this song, we will be back. Actually, we got a couple songs. About these next couple songs, we will drop this Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. We'll be back to close that out, and we will have a lady on the line for y'all because she gonna say hey, <laughs> y'all. and then we will drop a couple of uh, Instagram handles, uh, and that's what we gonna do. So, uh, without further ado, here's Old Town Road. That last song was Murder on My Mind by YMW Melly. For those of y'all who don't know about YMW Melly, he is facing uh, a long time in prison. But the song go. You know, if anybody's heard the song, the song go. So I gave y'all Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. We got Going Baby with, uh, what's his name? The Baby. And we also finished it out with Murder on My Mind by YMW Melly. I specifically like the song because of the beat, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm here to give you the hot and exclusive music that everybody want to hear. You say it, I play it. As a matter of fact, I actually had somebody message me while I was selecting this song and say, yo, can you drop that YMW melody? So when the podcast dropped, I can hear it. I said, I absolutely can because that's what I do. I'm the can man. I can do whatever you ask me to do. (laughs) Before we close out, man, I'm going to give y'all a quick drop. This Saturday night, July 13th, at the Arc New Market, it is going to be my last hustle event. So this is going to see me off as I make my way back to the United States. I am happy and sad at the same time, but make sure y'all have y'all facing the place. Show up to the Arc. Doors open at 10.30 sharp. We are going to have 500 watermelon Ciroc. All right, like I was saying, have your face in the place. Uh, like I said, the Art New Market, Saturday night. DJ Elios from Tampa, Florida. DJ Dow from Jacksonville, Florida. And the one and only I am DJ365 from Miami-Dade County, Florida. The Florida Boy Takeover will be in full effect for my official going away party. And I'd like to see you guys there. Um, shout out to Fat Man Scoop. I was able to hang out and chop it up with him uh, this past Wednesday night. On the 4th of July, he came out to Cambridge uh, to a club called Bellari for the house party with uh, DJ Messiah, DJ Daz, me, DJ Elios, 
Uh, and if there's anybody I forgot, I apologize, but there was a lot going on. Um, huge thanks um, to Beautiful Creative, a.k.a. Jess. She's been <laughs> on the podcast. She's been phenomenal. I appreciate you because I know um, this time different and it is late where you are. Uh, you know I'm a night owl anyway, so. so I appreciate that. I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it big time. And as I told you guys before, this podcast has been sponsored by Rubear Apparel LLC. Follow the page on Instagram at Rubear Apparel LLC. It's where fitness meets culture, and you are to never forget your heritage. Okay, like this is hands down probably one of the smoothest, like cleanest, like. Uh, fitness where I've seen in a long time. I mean, I, I've seen Gymshark and I've seen uh, Vanquish and a few other people out there, but like nothing has been tailored to our culture like this has. So, you know, the, the, the creator, like I said, I'll, I'll have her on the podcast soon so she can just tell you what her vision was and everything. Shout out to the owner of Rubear Apparel uh, LLC, um, Brittany Marie. She'll, she'll let y'all know, like, she, oh my God, like, this is the the the, uh, the clothes are amazing. I think you just ordered some stuff, didn't you, uh, I, Jess? I did, and I'm gonna place another order once I get you know get my model on deck, my male model on deck. You know. Nice, nice. So y'all heard it first, man. So we we the first ones with the Rubear. Views out on Independence Day. You seen me with the purple Rubear signature motherland shirt on. That that was pretty legit. Um, I got some new heat coming, man. It's like every time. It's like every time I order some stuff. She comes out with more heat. Like, literally, like, if you go to the Instagram page, you'll see some of the heat. There's a promotional video on the Instagram page, and it has some sick heat on there. And I'm talking like, yo, and I was like, bruh. Yeah, I had to ask her, like, yo, you dropping stuff? I already unboxed. She's like, oh, I told you to wait. I told you to wait. But, you know, <laughs> I just can't wait because I'd be so excited. Like, every time I see something new, I just want to, you know, I just want to wear it. So it's it's cool. So, like I said, y'all follow that page. It's at Rue Bear Apparel LLC on Instagram. That's R O O B E A R A P P A R E L L C. See, easy. So I spelled it out for you guys. Now you got it. Uh, Jess, you want to you want to drop the people your Instagram handle, or you got any social media handles you want to drop off? For these <laughs> it's not it's not obligatory. You do not have to drop any of your handles. In fact, if you don't want to drop near the hundreds, you can plug George's YouTube page again. <laughs> That's the part of the segment where we at right now because we get ready to shut it down. Um, if if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about me, I am hey. a real I'm, I am a real big IG uh, goon. I'm not really on my Facebook or Twitter as much, so um, you can follow drop me. That IG. <laughs> drop that IG. <laughs> at beautifully created. And that is spelled B-E-A-U-T-E-F-U-L-E-C-R, the number eight, E-D. So y'all and, got it. And please, please, everybody, go out and check out my son, Jordan, a.k.a. Mr. Kiddo, on YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Tell him so his mommy sent you. So that Mr. Kiddo. <laughs> Yeah, I will check out Jordan and stuff. I'm telling y'all. As a matter of fact, I think I think on my next podcast in the segment, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull up a clip of his YouTube, and I'm actually going to play it for y'all. Like when I say, dude, dude does all of his animations and everything. He edits his videos. This kid is phenomenal, man. So y'all make sure y'all check him out. Y'all yeah. make sure y'all add Jess on uh, Instagram at beautifully created. 
Make sure y'all add her. Make sure y'all add uh, my sponsor for the podcast, uh, Ruber Apparel LLC. Uh, follow everybody's favorite DJs at DJ Messiah on Instagram. Uh, shout to Elijah Rashid as DJ Messiah. Shout to Big Sad at uh, DJ Dos. And then uh, shout to DJ Elios, my boy Elliot. So it's going to be at DJ Elios, E L E O S. Make sure you follow all of my favorite people and also follow my Instagram if you're not already following. That's going to be at I am underscore DJ365. And you no, know, usually I end this with an A. Is Alasia still up or is she sleeping? Oh, no, she right here. She right there. I'm, I'm uh-huh. going to let Alasia hit y'all with an A. I'm going to let her take y'all out. And after she take y'all out, I'm going to drop y'all a couple more songs. Uh, to take y'all out of here, so that's what we're gonna do. So, whenever whenever she's ready, have her go ahead and drop it. I know you got a coach because she she probably looking like, What, what am I doing? Alaysia, you there? I don't know, it sound like we lost connection. Let me see if I can get them back real quick. Hey, I'm back. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. We back, y'all. I lost, we had lost, we lost the next. I'm like, I'm like, Alasia, hit it with the A. And, uh, I hear nothing. So, yeah. like I said, man, we'll have Alasia hit y'all with the A and we'll take y'all on out. Come so, here, go ahead. Where's she at? She right here. Come here, mama. She done ran over on the other side of the room. Come here, oh, mama. We have Alasia running wild. Say hi. No? Alasia. Oh, come on, girl. Alasia, you you live. Alasia, you live. This ain't no, it ain't no. You live, little mama. Nah, she done ran off. <laughs> oh, okay, well, Alasia not cooperating, so Alasia's like, we not gonna do it. So in that case, go ahead and hit him, Jess. Hey. Hey. <laughs>